When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. Welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I am your host, as always, John Chapman, and we've got a little treat for you today. I'm pretty excited about this. We we tested the waters a little bit with this last offseason, and we got a lot of very positive kind of you know feedback from doing our top 10 episodes, where we kind of go back the last week or two. And we pull clips from, you know, kind of the most favorite heavy traffic parts that came around on Twitter, Facebook, places like that, and go back over those. Uh, so again, if you missed some of those episodes, whatever else, we're going to be diving in to the top 10 clips. Uh, some of these are, you know, Patreon film reviews. Some of these are interviews with Eric Crosker, Jason Aponte. You're going to hear him on here as well. And some of them are from press conferences as well. But there's been so much this past month. We're just now one month out of the NFL draft. So as we get through this, just understand we are trying to highlight kind of the most important developments for the 49ers in the past month. Now, this isn't a live show, and a big reason why I had to step away from it, it's very time-consuming for me to put these together. But again, I think it just highlights so much to put everything into perspective. You know, we do we go live all the time, and I love that. I love the interaction. I know the countdown crew is going to be strong this episode as well. And again, just want to remind you, uh, the next episode, we will be giving away a Nick Bosa jersey. So hashtag countdown crew. Get those entries in there. I love it. Uh, we do monthly giveaways here all the time. But these first two clips, I'm going to introduce them kind of together. The first clip is going to be Eric Crocker going through his transition pre-draft, um, why he was so high on Justin Fields, and why he transitioned eventually before the draft to Trey Lance and why it makes so much sense. I feel like he he really kind of nailed the mindset of the 49ers organization and Kyle Shanahan for why it just made so much sense. The second clip that we'll get to is then a Patreon video breakdown of Trey Lance's film. So as we go through this, just understand those are the first two clips, and we'll be back and introduce the third clip coming up shortly after that. Number one. So I will start by saying, like, I was a Justin Fields guy. Like, if it were up to me, I, I but I had hit Justin Fields at QB1, and I just didn't understand. Like, when you just look at the talent that somebody possesses, I thought he kind of really displayed and showed like everything that I want to see from my quarterback. So um, obviously there are things and I'm, I'm a big person that's on like, what can you teach? What can't you teach? I think the things that you can teach, I feel like he can improve on. So I, I was really big on him now, even over Trevor Lawrence, but now 
kind of, you know, moving on to Trey Lance and why I thought it was Trey Lance. And I told people, and I like Trey Lance. I loved everything about um, everything I heard and started, and I understand like the mindset behind these guys. All right. So leading up to the draft, I started to tell people like, man, if, if, if I have the, the football mind that I think, then the 49ers are going to take Trey Lance. And my reasoning for that was there are too many people that watch a player and they watch him for what he is. And then it's just like, oh, well, he's going to come to the NFL and that's what he is. And it's like, no, like guys do get better, <laughs> you know? So again, start to go back to what can you teach? What can't you teach? Right? So when you see the ability that Trey Lance has on film, you know, the ability to be able to make a play on the move or really the ability to play from a pocket, make all the throws, right? Like has the big arm, has the athleticism, 6'4", 225 pounds. Like those are things like I can't really teach that, right? But what can I teach? Well, there's an occasional miss here and there, right? Like, well, I, okay, I can, teach, I can teach that. Well, what can't I teach, right? Well, man, he does an amazing job of taking care of the football. Like, you know, Kyle Shanahan, I'm pretty sure, prioritizes that. I think the 49ers lost several games last year with Nick Mullins just because he turned the football over so much. 49ers probably have had about four games that they lost, all because of that, like just two, three, four turnovers um, by the quarterback position. So I think he, he like, you know, taking care of the ball, being able to play, you know, at every level, being able to make throws at every level, the physicality part and how he helps in the run game. I thought all those things fit playing under center, um, coming from a, a, a team that huddled up, which these teams don't huddle up, but can spit out long, you know, verbiage plays right. and get everybody lined up and then, you know, set his protection and things like those were all great. Number two. There it is. You knew it was coming. Play action, nice. Steps up in the pocket. Ooh. Oh, man, he was wide open. Look at the play action and pocket press. Look at him climb the pocket here. Climb, climb. A lesser quarterback would get hit here because you got this outside blitz coming. He's at quarterback depth. Watch how he climbs the pocket. We'll see it from the other angle. He's going to climb the pocket, double kind of shuffle forward, and keeps his eyes downfield. When a quarterback gets pressure and has to navigate in the pocket and looks down, that is a major red flag. Not here. Eyes stay forward. People that say Trey Lance is a run-force quarterback have not watched his game film at all. Yes, they have designed runs. But this, this ain't it. I mean, look at his eyes the whole time. Steps back, creates. Man, that is... Tell me that doesn't look like Drew Brees type footwork inside. I'm not saying he's anything like a Drew Brees, Drew, Drew Brees player. Completely different skill set. But what Drew was amazing at is just pocket navigation and climbing. Stepping away from that pressure. Gosh. Look at the hips. The shoulders. So ready to throw at any time. Always ready. This looks like a combine drill during the shuffle where they're hitting them with the bags and all those things. Oh. People that say that Trey Lance is raw, I just don't understand it. I, I, I don't know where they're reading this from. Find another quarterback that's going to navigate like that, keeping both hands on the ball. You don't see it in this draft class. All right, so next what we're going to do is transition a little bit to the wide receiver position. Why in the world were nobody drafted a wide receiver? And what we're going to hear from number three is going to be Jason Aponte, 
breaking down that wide receiver three position and why it's so significant, who's going to win it, who his favorites are, which I really did enjoy. And then we're going to hear from the coach himself, Kyle Shanahan. Why did you not draft a wide receiver throughout this and help that make sense for us? Number three. Um, I, I think that the wide receiver three on this team isn't on this team yet. Ooh. So, you know, at, in the slot, when you're talking about the, the third receiver, I love Austin Watkins. You know, wrote an article on him for 49ers Goldmine. You know, uh, when you listen to the kids talk, his work ethic is incredible. He talks about his mother having three jobs. He talks about the first thing that, that he wants to do when he gets his paycheck is take his mother to a dinner and tell her to quit one of her jobs. And she says, he says, you don't have to work three jobs, you work two. And, and, and I, another thing that really stood out to me when I listened to Austin Watkins speak was he was able to recount the one single drop that he had in his entire career. He knew exactly the play. He knew exactly what happened. That sort of attention to detail, on top of what we saw in Mobile when we were down there, was, was immediately what stood out. But that's an undrafted free agent. So if we're talking about wide receiver threes that can start right away, right? On this roster, River Craycraft, Richie James, uh, Travis Benjamin, you know, those are names that are there. You can't really rely on any of those guys. So the three names that I'm going to point to um, that are out there still, or one that isn't, but it's possible. And I floated it out on Twitter today because it is a possibility. Golden Tate's out there. Golden Tate fits the scheme. He can block. He's a tough guy. We all know he doesn't like Jalen Ramsey. He'll get to lock up with him two times a year. And he'll also get to compete for a championship and, and not really cost much. D.D. Westbrook, someone else that is out there. That is coming off an ACL injury. I understand that, but profiles perfectly as a slot receiver. One more name. And it has to have, a, a one domino has to happen first, you know, or has to fall first before this can happen. Jamison Crowder. So when you look at the Jets, right, the Jets have Denzel Mims. They brought in Corey Davis. They just drafted Elijah Moore, who is going to profile right away as the starting, um, the starting slot receiver. Jamison Crowder is one of the most reliable, underrated slot receivers in this league. And he's, you know, maybe he's got the injury bug, but that's right up the 49ers alley, apparently. But honestly, he's very solid, and he's somebody that can be brought in for, for very little and will give, you know, a security blanket to anybody on third down, just like Kendrick Bourne did, right? Kendrick Bourne's job was to get to the sticks on third down, make sure that he's there for his quarterback. So any of those guys, I would be fine with. Golden Tate is a better blocker than probably both, you know, both those other guys. Jameson Crowd is probably right now the better receiver of the three. But those are three names that you can look at right now that if they join this team, they probably would have a, a clear shot uh, to start right away just based on their experience. Number four. All right. And you look at the wide receiver position, guess what? We didn't touch it. Everybody was like, second-round wide receiver, second-round wide receiver. Nope. Didn't touch the wide receiver position. And the break trends even more, not one D lineman. Not one D lineman. It, it, <laughs> and so the question was asked and i, I want to talk about this why no edge and why no wide receiver because i think it alludes to what you're saying there miller yeah run the damn ball i think that's one thing that's uh, always tough with the gra the draft from fan standpoint or people just watching it it's everyone thinks you know the needs and a lot of people are accurate with certain things but you don't go into the draft just picking everything you want you know there's a huge evaluation you don't know who's going to get there yes there's some positions you want more than others so if some guys are in the same area of talent and stuff uh, you always go with the need um but it doesn't always work out that way you know you don't always expect of we didn't go into this draft thing we're going to take two running backs um and that's who we really liked where that was um so i wouldn't say to look into that any more than that 
I mean, I would always like to take a receiver. I would always like to take an edge rusher. Um, but it's got to be a guy that you think can make your team. And so that all depends on where that round fell and what was there when we got there. No, he goes he goes more in depth, and he basically says a big reason why we didn't draft a wide receiver is we didn't think they beat out the six guys we already have. We have six NFL wide receivers is what he said, Kyle Shanahan, and we're hoping to get some guys back. Now here's the question. Who's coming back? We all know who I want. And as soon as this draft was over, I tweeted out, I guess Jalen Hurd and Juwan Jennings are healthy now <laughs> because – because, right, I mean, who who's there? Travis Benjamin, your wide receiver three? River Craycraft? Richie James? Richie James probably is the, the, the one. But if one of those other two guys are healthy, we haven't seen them. But it, also, another huge news, we finally have all of the details. Not all the details, but the site is live, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Let me show you our cool little graphic that we got going on. Um, here's Here's what's going on. We're doing three road trips this year. Three. Chicago, Philadelphia, and the Rams. And what we're doing is we're throwing a gigantic 49ers Rush faithful event the night before. We did a similar thing in the Super Bowl. And it had such awesome... I mean, everybody that went had a blast. Made so many awesome relationships. And just trying to create a community where we can all hang out and get to know each other and have fun. So I've got podcasters lined up to present. They're going to be kind of the entertainment. So you're going to be there for a live broadcast, drinks, giveaways, jerseys, shirts, hangouts, all those and more the night before these games. So if you want to be a part of this, again, some people go to the games by themselves. Some people bring their family members, all those things. This is a place for you to go the night before on the town, uh, meet up with some awesome people, have a good time, and talk football. So head over there now. Spots are limited. I do have to tell you that. Um, because, again, these event spaces, they do all have capacity. And so get over there quick. There are some other podcasts that they're going to be selling some tickets as well. Um, and just understand, I told them, yes, I'll give you the information, all that stuff, but let me get, talk to my people first. I'm a little selfish. And so head over there. So if you're one of those people that's like, oh man, that sounds like a cool idea. I'm not sure if I want to do it yet or not. I'm telling you right now, these are going to sell out. Uh, they're going to sell out just because we have limited spots available. So 49ersRushRoadTrip.com head over there and you can pick. And if you're one of those people that goes to all the road games, you can buy two, get one free. All right, next we have an awesome clip of our second-round draft pick who's probably going to be the main instant starter of this whole entire ordeal, and that's Aaron Banks. What he looks like, and one of my favorite things about him, you know, it's so easy to relegate, you know, blocking. Oh, he's a good blocker, bad blocker, all those things. However, it's much more convoluted than that. What Aaron Banks does so well is his awareness and helping out his teammates from that interior guard position. And this clip is going to, again, kind of show that. Again, this is a Patreon clip, so if you want the full breakdown, head over there. Patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast. And then the next clip is going to be detailing why this draft class was so different from other ones, especially whenever you look forward, like look to the past with injuries and how it cost the 49ers their season. Number five. Um, so again, two and a half year starter. He's only given up two sacks in his entire career. Um, and that's over 2,100 snaps at left guard. He's played some left tackle and right tackle as well. Could do that in a pinch. Not where he should be, though. But something that we keep seeing across film, watch him help two people. 
Okay, nobody comes at his gap. So he's going to press outside. You can see the delayed stunt. Just a TE stunt. Tackle comes first, in comes around. So you check him. You push him outside. Now you got to go help your buddy. Boom. That's more than help. <laughs> you, you moved him good. So we're seeing some pretty good awareness. Again, he's a seasoned vet. Two and a half year starters. 31 games started straight. Number six. This is from John C., not me. Somebody else. John C. on Twitter. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. If there are no multiple injuries, save for one major injury, will the 49ers be on the fast track to the Super Bowl this year? They're definitely one of the favorites. They're definitely there. And the reason why I say that is you look at the teams that are slated to be kind of at the top level um, competition-wise, look at Vegas numbers, projections, whatever else, all those things. The 49ers have as much depth as any team in the NFL. And, and I've said this a few times. I think this is what's important. Kyle Shanahan has lost two out of three seasons to injuries. That's the issue. He's basically drafted free agency and all those things that he's doing is saying, look, injuries are not going to ruin my season this year. It's not happening. Last year, we lost five centers before week one. Five centers <laughs> before week one. So they basically cut that and said, look, interior offensive line will no longer be a position, a problem anymore. It's not an issue any longer. You look at running backs. Man, we've lost four running backs four years in a row. Doesn't matter anymore. We have six now. You're going to lose four? Guess what? We still got two guys. And you go across all those things. Defensive line. Golly. Just stack too deep. And you look to what happened last year. You lost Bosa, right? You lost Solomon Thomas. You lost all these other guys. Well, guess what? Still had a top 10 defense. So what you're doing is you're insulate, you're bubble wrapping this team. Injuries are going to happen. There's no doubt about that. Football is a 100% injury rate profession. Every single person will be injured at some point. Doesn't matter who you are. Look at Tom Brady. Injuries. Uh, missed a whole season with a torn ACL. 
Like these things happen to every single person that plays in the NFL. If you played high school ball, you still have injuries. If you played college ball, you're walking funny. That's just what it is. Now, obviously things aren't the best whenever you find out that a player tore his meniscus and Jeff Wilson, who was supposed to be kind of that number two, number three running back. Now, thankfully, in this draft, the 49ers drafted not one, but two running backs. This next clip is going to be highlighting Trey Sermon, what he brings to the table, what he shows on film. And this is one of my favorite clips of all the games I've broken down of him so far because it just shows how everything <laughs> comes together as well as anything else. So this first clip is going to be a breakdown on Trey Sermon and what he brings to the table. And the next one that's going to come up is back to the quarterback position. We can't stay away that long. It's too important. And we're going to hear from the head coach himself, Kyle Shanahan. Why he wanted Lance so bad. Number seven. Ooh, makes one miss. Hits the crease. Stiff arm. Woo! Look at him go, baby. He wants it all. Keep going, baby. Keep going. Oh, my gosh. So many great things on this play. First off, look at that jump cut in the hole. You had an unblocked defender. Whoop, whoop. I mean, that's why you do those agility bags and footwork. I mean, and so you see the hole. It's there. You make this guy miss, and now you hit that seam. This is where that 10-yard explosiveness comes to play because, man, he gets through there. His stuff, stiff arm's elite. You see him use this stiff arm every single game, uh, at least several times. And you can do that as a... You know, a heads up runner because he's so upright, it gives you a little bit of authority there. And what he does, watch this, watch how his feet keep moving and he just absorbs the contact. Whoop, no big deal. He wants more. Go for it all, baby. Another stiff arm. Who stiff arms two plays, two players? <laughs> Look at him just shove this dude out of the way. <laughs> I think he gets a little bit of face mask there, but uh, that's okay. So hits a thing, stiff arm one. All right, we're not done. Let's stiff arm this guy 50 yards down the field. Stiff arm two, <laughs> punches him in the face. Also, I, I got to, I mean, just the, the coach in me, watch Justin Fields. People question this kid's football character. Watch Justin Fields. He'll be back. Keep watching. Keep watching. Look at this. What type of quarterback gets that 70 yards downfield to help block on a run play? Ooh. Number eight. I could talk about that for a while because it goes into so many different areas, but it, it always starts with me with the film. Um, I try to guy, watch a guy play the quarterback position, how he executes his own offense, um, just kind of the natural feeling he has for the quarterback position, which that part entails getting the ball to the right spots. Um, you try to figure out what plays they're doing and does the ball go to where it should go to. Um, when nothing is there, how quick are they to recognize and make it off schedule or to get rid of it? Just not take a sack and don't make it worse. And you start to watch some of that stuff with them. And I just, I loved his natural ability to play the position, uh, which was very impressive. Um, and then when you add on a type of running element, which I've always been intrigued with, um, but when you got a guy who's got the skill sets as far as speed and size um, to where you're not going to make him a runner, but if you can get in certain formations where the defense knows um, you will run them if they don't honor them, now everything's different. And if you can ever get a guy like that and make 11-on-11 11 11 football, um, then I think you got a guy who can change some things for you. Um, but it always comes down to, yeah, that's you can dabble in that, 
but you better be confident they can do everything else. And, you know, he's played a year of football. It's, it's at a smaller school. So that does take um, – it takes work and stuff. I mean, you're not going to see it all. So that, that's why it is a hard process, and that's why there is no guarantees for any of us. Um, so it's about believing. And you see what they ask someone to do, and you see it very consistent and done at a high level. Um, and then you look at the skill set, all the high weight and speed, and that stuff you, um, that to me comes last. Um, and then you try to get to know the person. And that's what was really cool about um, where we got, that I didn't, I didn't have to be sneaky with trying to know someone where – he could know I was trying to get to know him. I could say a lot of stuff to him. I could be very upfront with him. He could, and I got to know him. And he's a guy that I think is a very good person, um, comes from a very good family. Um, I think he's very impressive in terms of his intellect, um, how he deals with people, how he just handles the social situation. And um, I thought it, I looked at him as a CEO of a company. Um, <laughs> if I ever knew anything about that stuff. Um, but you slow that, you put that to the side, and, and it's a hell of a quarterback, and this is someone that I believe in and uh, I want to go to work with. All right, we're going to continue our little trip down draft memory lane, and we're going to be talking about our next third-round pick, Ambry Thomas, who the 49ers, all the fans knew we needed a cornerback badly. We went and got two. Ambry Thomas was the first one selected. So this first one's going to be a clip and just showing how great he is at covering the deep ball. And again, when you're watching film, like you want to jump to the highlights and those things make sense. No, 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 no. Sometimes you can learn just as much from a play that perhaps resulted poorly for that team or that player than you can a highlight clip. And that's what we're going to find in our first part. Now, our last clip is going to be today, number 10 itself, from one of the best person in front of the cameras ever, and that's George Kittle. He's going to give us an update on perhaps one of the most, if not the most valuable 49er there is, and that's Nick Bosa. Number nine. Let's spend some time talking about this play. This is Ambry Thomas going deep one-on-one. All right, again, kind of shifts inside, gives up a little space there. If you, if you want to be nitpicky, his feet... Bother me a little bit. A little heavy, but man, he gets there. This is great. Now, this is where usually after this this intermediate zone is the problem area for Ambry Thomas, but when the ball gets in the air, he, he's great again. Little, too much separation there. And doesn't really get... There he is. You see him get his head turned around the last second, and just, man, somehow that ball snuck in there. He's good on the deep ball. You know, if you look at balls traveling over 20 yards in the air... 15 targets in 2019 on deep balls like this. He had five catches on 15 targets. And I think what's more important than that, he forced three incompletions. Look at his ball skills whenever he turns around and gets his head around. I mean, he's right there. This is a hell of a pass. This is a hell of a catch. Gave up a little bit of space early to provide the window to throw the ball. But this is not a negative rep whatsoever. Little out of phase there, but his closing speed shows. And, man, he, he got his hands up on it. Let's see it from the other angle. That's a hell of a catch, and so uh, perfect throw, perfect catch is going to beat perfect coverage. I don't think this is perfect coverage, but it's pretty damn good. You don't mark this as a negative. The ball's in the air, okay? He's out of phase. You got to close it, but watch how he reacts whenever the receiver puts his, his, his hands over. I mean, good Lord. Look at the length, the wingspan. If you're looking at characteristics, the thing that he grades out the highest is arm length, puts him in the 80th percentile of NFL quarterbacks, and you can see that there. That's just a hell of a catch, right on the outside shoulder. But, you know, I mean, you, you can't be mad at Ambry Thomas here. He, he's, he's getting in there. 
I mean, good lord. That's a good play. And, you know, at that point, you just, you know, hey, good play. Line up. Let's see what happens next time. Number 10. Yeah. Uh, you know, Nick's actually a guy we, we basically talk almost every day. Uh, you know, Nick's my guy. He actually lives above me in my apartment building. So when he is here, we hang out all the time. Um, humble brag. But, no, Nick's doing great. Uh, he's out there running. I know you guys see, like, the Instagram videos. He's reha rehabbing well. But, you know, he's happy. He's very happy where he is, um, you know, in his recovery. Like I said, like, I see the videos. He looks great. Um, he already – he's been watching the film just the last couple of days of OTAs, and he says that he's ready to come back out here and, you know, come after me in the tight ends. And I said cut blocks are live, so get ready for it. So, uh, you know, just excited to see Nick Bosa back on the football field. All right, that brings a close to our top 10. And shout out to the wifey. She was the one counting down uh, 1 through 10. Uh, that was Miss Chapman herself. And just want to say thank you also to Juan Salas. Does so much work for this podcast behind the scenes. And I just want to say this episode would not have been possible without his work. Uh, just a film madman. If you ever need help with anything digitally, film-wise, whatever, you better pay this man because he's worth it. He's worth every penny. It's Juan Salas. Uh, you can reach out to me. I can put you in contact with him for sure. But a couple things before we jump off. Just want to let everybody know. We are making a huge push on Instagram. Okay? So, um, 49ers Rush Podcast on Instagram. You just type that in. Follow us. We're trying to do some fun things over there that kind of we can't do on Twitter. And I know there's a lot of non-Twitter people out there. And, of course, Facebook. Niners Rush is what our Facebook channel is under. N-I-N-E-R-S. Niners Rush is where you can find us there. So, a lot of stuff going on. We've got a bunch of stuff. And let me know what you thought about today's episode. I know it's something new. I know some of the traditionalists are going to be a little bit upset at this, but let me know. Email me, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can always hit me up on Twitter or any of the other available spots. We're everywhere, man, and we're always trying to expand. But I want to say thank you, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed this today. And let me just say this. This is pretty fun. I enjoyed it. I, I hope that it gets a little bit of a positive review. And if it doesn't, that's all right. We'll kind of regather, regroup. We'll see what we got with that. But... Until next time, stay strong, faithful. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.